Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And faders, this is episode number 698, and it's a very special episode because in this episode, I am interviewing a very powerful, great, hilarious, awesome, good friend of mine, comedian, the one, the only... Kazuyamazaki. No, I'm joking. Kazuyamazaki. Kaz, welcome to the show, man. Hi, Kampai. Give me some love. What's up, everyone? Thank you for having me on. Man, it is so great to have you on the show, man. I've been wanting to have you on the show for so long, but the thing is, we're like friends. We hang out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go on, I hang out with you and Viawat and Jay and everybody. We see shows and we drink or whatever. I'm like, I got to get you on the show, but I hang out with you like every week, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Now we're hanging out professionally. Professionally, yeah. Mm. So, man, speaking of being professional, man, you are like, it's like, there's like a group of comedians that are like the top comedians, stand-up comedians in, in Tokyo, and you're in that group. You, Dominic, Aphrodite, I mean, you guys are just like killing it and stuff. And uh, yeah, I want to say congratulations to all your success here in Tokyo, man. You've been doing, doing great. Oh, thank you so much, man. Mm, mm. And um, so now it's going to be kind of weird because Kaz is a friend of mine, and I'm going to ask him questions. <laughs> so, Kaz... As a professional, one to another, how did you get into stand-up comedian comedy? Wait, am I, wait, 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 wait. What time is it? It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm already faded. Oh, this is terrible. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's five. <laughs> it's six o'clock somewhere too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's every o'clock somewhere in the planet. But no, seriously, how did right. you get into stand-up? So uh, it was some four years ago. Uh huh. So I had, I still have, I guess, uh, a Netflix sub and. On Netflix, there's there are tons of uh, specials, you know, yeah. stand-up specials by big names, uh, Chappelle, mm. uh, I don't know, Tom Segura, uh, whoever, uh, uh, Louis C.K. and whatnot. Brooke Kreischer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love Bert. And, um, so uh, one, so I started like binge watching those specials, and I found those shows like funny, you know. Mm-hmm. I like, I like being funny. Mm-hmm. I like just goofing around, fucking around, and saying dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what life's about. So, mm. kind of started feeling like, oh, that's probably for me. Like, then I watched this one special by a guy uh, named Anthony Jeselnik. Mm-hmm. And it fucking blew my mind. Yeah. It was, it was everything I wanted. It's like, he's so, like, edgy offensive and 
uh, somewhat like and then uh, uh, smart. It's like uh, that's what I want to do. It's like I want to do that shit. It's um. So one, he has two specials on on Netflix, and one of them, uh, thoughts and prayers. And in the in in the final fifteen minutes, he just explains his like philosophy towards like comedy and life itself, and that just fit. I just it all resonated with me. It's like and right. It's like so. All my life, I I I was told like I couldn't. You know, say offensive shit, just just off-putting stuff. Just I come up with. Then, uh, I thought like I was wrong, but then when I watched that special, I thought, yeah, I could be myself. That that's me, and I could be just offensive, and like go on with my life. Just some people just accept me for you know being on being a just degenerate, this offensive piece of shit, and that's fine. I felt that, that just, I felt like I was freed from something. Wow, that's awesome. So stand-up made the caterpillar into the butterfly. Yeah. The offensive, dirty butterfly. (laughs) I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I've got the same thing with podcasting. I was like, man, I can never speak my fucking mind. But now with a microphone and the internet, I can say anything I want, and I have. Man, that's awesome, man. Yeah, speaking of, dude, you got to get yourself a podcast too, dude. Yeah. Podcast is where it's at, man. You can say any... You could have, I mean, pretty much anytime you turn on the microphone, dude, uh, in your bedroom, studio, wherever, or even if you take, like, uh, what you call it, your podcast uh, on the road, you, you can basically just, like, be on front, be in front of, like, millions of people and just do your, like, stand-up or just, like, learn from people and stuff that you interview and get ideas for you that can add to your stand-up, you know? I mean, that's what fucking Joe Rogan does. He he interviews all these brilliant people and then he learns all this crazy shit and then he's like, fuck it, dude. I don't even have to write material. The material writes itself and that's what he does. Yeah. It's like, when when you, like, the, those podcasters, I listen to a lot of like comedy, like com- like podcasts by comedians and yeah. they, uh, they sound more like, relaxed. They mm. can just say, they, they can bomb, and they can go on. It's like it's a fucking podcast. Oh yeah, about, yeah. Oh, dude, I bomb all the time. Yeah, I, you know, I'm very curious how often people laugh when I do the podcast. I mean, I get really drunk and I say a lot of dumb shit, especially on Monday nights when I do the podcast. But the thing is, it's just like I'm wondering, like you know, because I know what makes me laugh, you know. Uh-huh. And so when I when I edit the show, when I just make sure like all the sound is correct and stuff, whatever. And so when I do that, I laugh sometimes at like what we're talking about. You know, I'm like, oh god, that was funny. Oh, that's from right field. So, but uh, I wonder what else you know everybody else laughs at. That's that's the kind of that's that's a problem with podcasts, you know? You, you can do one that's, like, absolutely hilarious, but you don't know if it's really funny. Yeah. Until somebody tells you, and sometimes my friends do tell me. But when they when they do tell me tell me stuff about the podcast, it's usually like, hey, Johnny, that was kind of, um, kind of bad what you said. <laughs> that was kind of taboo, you know? I mean, you can kind of joke about that, but God, dude, or you shouldn't have told that story, or, boy, man, a lot of people are going to hate you now. Ha! <laughs> But the thing is, yeah. they can't cancel you. No. I mean, a podcast is a pirate ship, dude. And a pirate ship cannot get canceled. 
And so the, the thing is when so on like on the the, the kind of podcasts like mm. there are two bodies just talking like fucking with each other like yeah a lot of shit they're saying is not that funny but they are bodies and they vibe with each other mm, and true. they are laughing and yeah. that <coughs> that makes us the listeners laugh yeah that's true yeah huh you still curious yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can, not just podcasts it's like when you are listening to like sports broadcasts mm-hmm. and the the play by play guy and the color commentators when they are vibing it's mm-hmm. a it's a good broadcast i want to listen to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I think vibing is really important when it comes to any kind of like audio um well also like video i guess when you have like a couple of friends like doing like some kind of like a video podcast or something like or the youtubers and you can just tell that these guys have known each other for a long time and they're just having a good time doing the show or whatever yeah yeah that's kind of cool yeah but um, i'll be honest i'm human just like everybody else Maybe, but um, dude, I love it when people argue, when yeah. they start fighting, or like when when somebody touches like something that's a little bit off the right and narrow path or whatever. Like when somebody like makes fun of somebody's like wife or something, or says something, you know. And all of a sudden, like the other podcaster gets kind of pissed off. I fucking love that shit, <laughs> and that, you know, that's the best thing because like when they do start arguing and things do get heated, and you can tell that it's like a real fucking thing. You're just like. Damn, dude, this is real. This is raw. This isn't fucking Fox News, dude. This is fucking yeah. real, man. I fucking love that shit. Keep my wife's name out of your yeah. fucking mouth. Shut yeah. All right, let me ask you, man. Do you think... All right, you, you saw Chris Rock's uh, stand-up, right? Yeah. Wow, that was powerful, dude. I almost cried at the end. I was like, it was beautiful, Chris. You did it. You nailed it. Fuck Will Smith. Fuck him. Fuck his whole fucking family. Ah, you know, oh my God, dude, that was great. To be honest, I lost my focus halfway through, so mm-hmm. maybe I needed to rewatch it. You gotta rewatch. You should, man. You should. I've I've, I've always loved Chris Rock, man. But after after seeing his last special, dude, like fucking dude, I was like, dude, you were a ten in my book, but now you're a ten and a half. <laughs> you get that bonus extra gold star. Yeah, dude, he's he's great, dude. It is fucking fantastic. Yeah, what do you think that that was staged? Do you think that or real? When Will Smith uh, went on I stage think and fu- that was real. I think he did say the f word in front of all the in front of the world, yeah. you know, and that was way out of Will Smith character, you know, or maybe maybe he is kind of an asshole in real life. Who knows? I I always liked Will Smith, you know. Summertime, great song. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I haven't really watched a ton of Will Smith movies. Well, he did uh, Men in Black and um, Independence Prince. Day. Fresh Prince, you know, from Belair. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, he had the song. He did the, he did the score to that. And uh, he did that one where he was like a drunk superhero. But like, I mean, I'm a professional alcoholic, all right? And I can tell when somebody's faking. And so when somebody's faking being drunk... It just turns me off. I'm like, dude, no, man. If you're gonna, no, you're an actor. You, you should, you should be better than this. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, Chris Rock, fucking eleven. You get eleven gold stars. Hmm. Speaking of gold stars, I got a lot of questions to ask you. Okay. So. <clears throat> all right. So I think we covered a lot of these just by our conversation. Um. Let's see. Dude, how did you learn English so well? Your English is great. 
Um, Did you live overseas or something? Okay, so... Actually, I don't even know the answer to this. Some of these I do know the answer to, but I'm asking them for you guys, but... So there's a story. Ooh, um, I love a Kazu story. Kazu story. <laughs> Here we go. So I went to the uh, <laughs> University of Alabama. Holy shit. Road Tide. Wow. Four years. I stayed with like this host family the entire time. Uh, that's how I learned English. And uh, so one one night, so I and the host family, everyone, so we got... We got shit-faced, we did tons of drugs, we were just, we had, <laughs> we had no idea, like, who we were at all. So we came up with Wait, this... Y- you were in, like, what, elementary school or something? Fucking Alabama, shame <laughs> on you. Shame on you, Alabama. Like, so... <laughs> just, and the, the, just the host family. Yeah, and so we came up with this act that night. So, and it was so good, we went to pitch that act to, to a talent agent the morning after. What? Yeah. So we got there, and so the talent agent goes, what kind of act do you guys got? So the, the family was uh, the, the husband, wife, two kids, girl and the boy, and a dog. So we, we were over there, and as soon as uh, the, the talent agent uh, um, asked us that question, the, the, dad got, the, the dad got stripped naked, no clothes whatsoever. Fucking Alabama. And so he started undressing his wife and started fucking her. Are you sure it wasn't California? No, Alabama. I'm God pretty sure. Damn it. I remember that. And, <laughs> and then the two kids girl and the boy, they started fucking each other too, on the floor. Then the girl started jerking the dad off, and uh, the son started going down on the mom. Now, by this point, some of you know that I'm telling the uh, classic old joke of the aristocrats. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up the aristocrats. Aristocrats, yeah. Made famous by Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, the late Gilbert. Now that's that's uh so that is a completely made up story. Oh Jesus I Christ. Tell, I tell all the time when someone asks me how I learned English. That's a great story. <laughs> Holy smoke. Alabama, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> so seriously you lived in Alabama? No. You didn't? I've never been to Alabama. <laughs> Why did you choose Alabama? I apologize to the very good people of Alabama that listen to this podcast. Sweet home. Alabama. Where the skies are so blue, baby. <laughs> oh, man. No, uh, the, the uh, so, uh, honest answer to that question is, uh, mm. I learned English on internet. On the internet? Yeah. Holy shit, that's how I learned Chinese. Oh, yeah. Ni hao. <laughs> Ni hao, at home. Yeah. To all our Chinese fans out there, what's up? All 4.5 billion of you guys, sign up for the Patreon. Oh, man. So you learn from the internet. Like yeah. What, like YouTube videos and stuff, podcasts. Uh, yeah, that or... too. Like watching a shit ton of shows. 
movies, uh, shit posting on social media, Twitter, and whatever. My God, dude, that's crazy. So many people spend so much fucking money learning English. You know, they, they spend money at uh, these fucking terrible companies like Berlitz and Gaba and all that shit, whatever, and they don't learn a goddamn thing. But you, you watch a little uh, YouTube and you watch some movies, you listen to like, I don't know, rock and roll, whatever, and yeah. you all of a sudden, boom, you speak fluent English. Fluent to the point where you can get on stage and do make up your own jokes and become like a famous comedian. That is fucking awesome. Internet, you're all right. Oh, man. That's awesome. Okay, well, that, that answered like 10 questions. Um, Let's see. Okay, what are some of the advantages of being Japanese and doing stand-up in English? I guess. I'm not speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. But most of them, uh, my my buddies, my friends, uh, my fellow Japanese comics like Yuki, Yuki Nivez, uh, I don't know, Shota, mm-hmm. whoever. Some good comedians, yeah. I guess uh, for them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the audience expects uh, them to say their perspective mm-hmm. on things from not... Nah, um, not a native speaker, not a, uh, not, as not someone brought up, uh, in the States, UK, Europe, Canada, wherever, like, uh, they, they can expect that kind of, like, different perspectives and make that kind of, uh, shit, the, the material. Like Asian parents yeah. compared to Western parents or like like foreigners when they come to Japan, they don't know how to use chopsticks, stuff like that. And, um, or like, so this, this shit going on in the States now and as a Japanese mm. person, I think blah, 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 that kind of bit yeah. could work, you know, for it, most of them. Yeah. But don't you think they could stale after a while? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I, dude, if I, if I did that, I, if I, if I was in your shoes, I would like, if I walked up into a crowd, and if I was, if I was on stage and I walked up and I noticed that the whole crowd was like new to Japan, maybe they're all tourists. You know, you could kind of like play like, uh, yes, I'm studying English now. Please forgive me for like not speaking English fluently. Every day I try to learn new words. Uh, last, uh, last yesterday I just learned the word cuntalicious or something, you know. And then mm-hmm. you can describe what cuntalicious is or whatever. And then you could actually, holy shit, this is a fucking bit. You could go up there yeah. and be like, I just learned from my English teacher the word cuntalicious. He said that cuntalicious is when, and then you could describe the most disgusting, heinous, most fucked up situation and then and then, and then go from there or something uh-huh. you know that's a fucking great idea cuntalicious it's like on a birthday party when you go to a birthday party and the girl whose birthday it is is a real bitch and she goes there and she sees the birthday cake and she before she blows out the candle she licks the fucking candles and she puts it in her mouth just like a fucking you can just tell this crazy fucking story that doesn't make any sense and everybody's waiting for the punchline and then you say and that's what cuntalicious means. And there's no punchline. I don't know. Something like that. I, I'm not a stand-up comedian. I'm just a podcast comedian. Yeah. That. Yeah. Listening to that story. That, yeah. You should um, take yeah. that. You should, nah. I mean, nobody <laughs> listens to Got Faded Japan anyway. <laughs> cuntalicious. Is cuntalicious. That, is that a word? Like nah. delicious you, and cunt, you, you, delicious? You just, you just made it a word. Does, cuntalicious doesn't sound negative. It sounds kind of positive. You, you could try it. Cuntalicious. Um, 
Yeah, come to my come come to our open mic and you can try that bit. All right, see, I got this is I've, I've been told that so many times. Dominic told me to do that. Aphrodite told me to do this. She's like, come on to this open mic. See, the thing is, when I talk into the ether, where there's like countless people listening, like right now, there's like tens of thousands of people mm-hmm. listening to this, right, from all over the world. What's up, Finland, Estonia? Ho, you know. But the thing is, it's just like I can do this, no problem. I could be here all night and talk and stuff, right? There's no problem with that. But the thing is, though. Once I get on, once I get in front of people, you know, like on a stage, I don't know how I'm gonna like behave. I'm gonna go up there and be like, I'll be, I'll be like, uh, was that that D from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I'll be like, ah, ah, or something weird like that. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna have to be like at least like four or five sheets to the wind or some shit. Oh yeah, I remember that that scene in uh, Always Sunny where where yeah they tried stand up yeah I remember that scene. <laughs> she yeah. fucked the homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was her manager. Oh, I love that show. Oh man, <clears throat> what do you see? <clears throat> God, I'm getting over a cold. Oh God, herpes sucks. Um, right now. No, 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 my, my yeah. throat. <laughs> Can I go back to my... Uh, well, you want to go through these I questions? Can I go to my influence? Oh, you, I, oh, yeah. oh, I thought we already did the influences. Oh, I needed to talk about that. Oh, okay, so, cool. Yeah. So, all right, cool. So, I've never had it... <laughs> See, that's what happens when I have my friends on this uh-huh. show. They take over, like, nah, fuck your question. I want to answer this yeah. question. All right, you're, dude, you're a bro and your boss. Give me some love, man. Give me yeah. some kampai. Mmm. So, Kaz, what are your influences? So and my, you can't say me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest influence is Anthony Jeselnik. Oh. As I said earlier. Yeah. Um, so it's like he's, I don't know. He's a version of my best self. Mm. Uh, smart, quirky, edgy, mm-hmm. looks cool. Mm. I don't know. I think I have a man crush on him. I don't know. Mm. Um, it's like... What I wanted to do. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, uh, going back to uh, earlier question. Um, uh, so what the advantage of being a Japanese comic? I have none because I don't wanna do. You know, as a Japanese person, kind of uh, material. I mm. just wanna come up with smart jokes. Just like make shit up. Tell like one-liners dark one-liners. I want to do that. It's a good answer. Um, and uh, Anthony, uh, so if you have, if you haven't checked his stuff, I, I recommend his shows, his uh, specials, his albums. It's, he's just master of his craft, just dark comics. Um, so I wanna, I wanna write jokes in that style are dark one-liners but also uh, my other influences uh, um, Mark Normand Hmm. he's he's quick Uh, he's just he's weird but just he makes his shit work Uh, other influences Um, Louis CK I Hmm. guess Um, Mitch Hedberg oh classic yeah Every, every time I see an escalator, not like not a broken, not even a broken escalator. Uh, every time I see an escalator, I just say to myself, like, an escalator can never break. It just becomes stairs, like, to myself. He's that good. It's just, 
if he was still alive, I wanna I wanna have drinks with him and just I wanna ask him like I would love to ask him how he came up with all that weird jokes. I I would love to pick his brain. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Mitch is fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I really, really appreciate, like, the class. I mean, I love all con- comedians, right? I love the new guys. I love the guys that are just getting up on stage for the first time because it takes a lot of balls to do that. But I also like the classics, you know? Yeah. When I say classics, I mean, I, I, I'll i go all the way back to, like, Roseanne Barr. I think Roseanne Barr was a great com- stand-up comedian, still is. Andrew Dice Clay was and still is a great comedian. I mean, a lot of these old guys from, like, the 80s are fucking pretty fucking awesome. Oh, Gilbert, Gilbert. Gilbert. Gilbert's awesome. Yeah, he's I, something else. Yeah, I, I still, he was. Yeah, I, I loved his uh, podcast. He had a podcast where all he did was just interview like old guys from Hollywood, like dudes that were like comedians or directors or actors from like that from like the nineteen forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, whatever. Yeah, I mean his his podcast is still up and it's running. It's it's absolutely amazing. Check that out. He's got a documentary about his life that mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen yet. I don't know where the fuck to find it, but. Yeah, Gilbert, pff, classic yeah. dude. Fucking so. I mean, you, dude. I mean, that he was friends with Andrew Dice Clay. They did a movie together called Ford Fairlane. Great I, movie. I didn't know about that. Ford Fairlane, great movie. Completely sexist, but a great movie. Oh my god, it's it's hilarious, dude. Man. Also, I didn't mention earlier. Uh, another one of my big influences uh, is Bill Burr. Oh, Bill Burr's great. Yeah. Yeah. I just. So, uh, I listened to both uh, Jess and Nick and Bill Burr's podcasts. Mm. I, I see more myself in Burr than Jess and Nick. Really? Bill Burr, really? Yeah. Wow. How he can get so, like, hyped. Like, he can, like, get himself, like, hyped up. Like, so hype himself up. What the fuck is this? It's like, <laughs> I want to do that on stage. That's That's more, like... I feel like that's more my authentic self, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I just cannot make that style a bit work at this point. Oh. And also, one-liners and uh, Bilbo style bits just don't go well together. Mm. So I cannot do both of that yeah. in the same set. Yeah, he's great. He's great. His perspective is fantastic. He's very... Now, I've never been to Boston, but everybody says he's very Boston. And just by watching a lot of movies about Boston or Boston movies or whatever, I can see it. Him yeah. being a Boston kind of guy, you know? Yeah. But I think he lives in L.A. now. So I guess you really can't take the Boston out of a Bostonite. Kenya. Did you say that in, in that accent? No, yeah, I no. no, no, I didn't say it in that's, the Boston. That's wicked. I, I that's wicked. I don't know how. To, I don't, how do you say? I don't even know how to talk a Boston. I don't even know how to say a Boston. A Boston accent. No, that's more like old school fake uh-huh. New York. I could do a fake New York accent, but everybody can do that. Hey, you busting my butt! But that's more Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's from Long Island. God damn it, or the Bronx. Whatever. Anyway, I don't know. Okay, next question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right now, faders in Tokyo, 
stand-up comedy is fucking everywhere. There's a stand-up comedy bar. There's a lot of great places doing stand-up comedy. A lot of bars want stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy is fucking big. In fact, it's so big where there's just not enough stand-up comedians, right? It is absolutely insane. And my favorite place to see stand-up comedy is like where you performed last night, Harry's Sandwich Company. Harry's Sandwich Company is like one of my favorite restaurants in Japan. It is absolutely fantastic. It's a hangout. The stuff that Harry does, the events that he has there, like DJ events. He's got uh, trivia nights. I mean, there's always something fun going on at Harry's and the food is spectacular and the comedy is absolutely killing it. You were there last night, yep. man. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, I can uh, I can second what Johnny just said. Mm. And so the crowd there is always awesome. They, yeah. they know comedy. They love comedy. Because the thing is to to make a comedy night work comedy show work, you gotta the audience has to be smart. The audience has to know what a joke is, what humor is, when to laugh and what not. Gotta be smart to enough to uh, consume the the content the 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 comedians are putting up. Because if you are just if the audience is fucking dumb, uh, it it would not work no matter how great of a show comedians put. It just if if the if the audience is fucking dumb, it just not gonna go well. <coughs> that's my uh, that's what I've learned from my uh, years in comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And um, yeah, Harry's is always a good time for stand-up comedy. And uh, yeah, like I, I've been there, I've been there a handful of times to see you guys. I didn't see you guys last night, and I feel really bad about that. As I told you, I'm working yeah. on a project, and I, I, I just got to get it out into the public as soon as possible and stuff. So I missed this show last night, but I ain't gonna happen again. I'm definitely gonna be the, at the next one. But my question is, where do you see stand-up comedy in Tokyo in the next couple of years? I mean, they're like, because like oh, one thing, the the tourist influence is fucking insane right now. Um, I got a friend that works for. Um, I don't know if I should say it. Well, all right. I got a friend that may possibly be a very high-level person at one of the two major airports here in Japan, in Tokyo. And he said there's so many people coming in to Japan that they don't think people are leaving Japan at the same rate. Like, like for example, for every 10 tourists that come in, only six leave, which doesn't make any sense. But there's like so many people coming to Japan every single day from all over the world, which means... Every single time you guys get on stage, there's going to be a full audience of people visiting Japan that want to see stand-up in Tokyo, right? So it's just like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where like basically Tokyo is just going to explode. It's going to be like a fucking zip. Pop! You know? It's fucking nuts. I mean, dude, fucking last Saturday, I had had an art exhibition, right? And I finished my art exhibition at fucking what? Three o'clock in the morning, and so after that, I hit the streets in Shibuya. Three o'clock, three thirty in the morning, and the streets were packed with people. It was like Halloween, man. There's so many people. There's like, I saw. It's always British girls, but I saw these British girls rolling around in the street puking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
I, I wanted to videotape it, but I was like, dude, no, if I do that, it's bad karma. Somebody's going to videotape me when I do something stupid. Authentic London experience. No, it was, no, it, it was Tokyo. It was Shibuya. <laughs> it, was, it was so crazy. So my point is that, like, it's just, Tokyo's just getting so oversaturated with tourists. What do you think is going to happen to the comedy scene? Is, is it going to just, like, explode here? Is Tokyo going to be, like, the number one comedy stand or comedy scene in fucking the world or something? What do you think? Let's see. It's, it's growing, mm. for sure. It's getting bigger. Good. But also, we got to take it to the right direction. Mm. Uh, because uh, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, um, but uh, a lot of uh, Tokyo comedy right now is just woke. Oh, woke! And so, let me. Uh, okay, let me say this. Uh, so everyone, everyone has a different definition of woke these days. But to me, woke is uh, woke is being. Not being able to accept that uh, other people have different opinions. So basically, woke is censored comedy. Yeah. yeah. So that sucks. Comedy, comedy is about comedy is um, expressing your weird opinions and thoughts mm-hmm. and laugh at them. That's that's comedies. I think. I agree. Now, let's see. You can you can say uh any so if you have a penis you are not a woman you can say that you that it's okay to have that opinion mm. that's not not a phobia you you think about shit and you come up with that conclusion and um it's okay to express that opinion on stage and we can just, um, we can, you know, accept each other that, okay, you think that way, that thing about that way, because you went through that kind of thoughts, you've lived your life that way, you've been here, 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 your parents were like this, so now you came up with that conclusion, that's fine, I and you... Uh, say uh, uh, different and that's okay hmm. but uh, these days it's like if you are conservative you, these are the opinions you can have if you are a liberal you can you, you cannot have like this kind of these opinions then, and the world the world is Words just divided into two, and it. I'm not just talking about American politics. It's like the entire world is like that, to me. And um, it's like, um, you know, what open-minded truly means is, in my opinion, like I said, accepting each other's differences. Including opinions on you. I might think of you as something. I, I see you as this thing that is different from your, your own perception of yourself. But because you 
You are not what you think you are. You are what other people think you are. It's okay. I'm pretty sure there are people who think, see me as a piece of shit, racist, whatever. What? That's fine. Because I present myself as such. That's okay. But I just have my own opinions and thoughts, and that's okay. I just wanna hang out with with people who can accept differences. That's and like I said, if you can laugh at that, that's fine. And that's what comedy is. In the end. Okay, I agree with you and you're Actually, thank God you're on this podcast because this podcast right here, Got Fit in Japan, we brutally believe in freedom of thought and freedom of speech. You can think anything you want. You can say anything you want. And、um, if, if it's in humor, it's in humor. If it's sincere, it's sincere and stuff. But、uh, I don't, I've never heard of anybody call you a racist. No, not never. Not at all.、And、if somebody did call you a racist, <laughs> I think they might have some fucking mental problems.、Right. So fuck them.、Um, I've, I've never heard anybody say that. And if they, God, that's fucking weird. It's like somebody calling me a racist. <laughs> I've never been called a racist, man. Oh, they haven't? Oh, okay. Then yeah, I, I thought you had a problem. I was like, yeah, shit, dude. I'm going to have to call some fucking people. <laughs> I know some fucking people, dude. I'm going to get on my phone. I'm like, Mom, Dad, I need some help. <laughs> I know some other I don't know. But anyway, yeah, dude, no. I've never heard of anybody say, actually, nobody says anything bad about you. Never. Yeah, actually, everybody says the best about us. I mean, fucking, I've had like a lot of people on this show, and I'm not, fucking, we got tons of mutual friends. Nobody's ever said anything bad about you whatsoever. And if they did, they got to deal with me. So, fucking,、That's、watch your to mouth. Hear, man. Hell yeah,、That's、come by. Hear, man. So, fuck yeah, dude. But、uh, yeah, and fucking, yeah, dude, when it comes to fucking stand up comedy, dude, fucking, you're supposed to say shit that's fucking off topic and stuff that's taboo and stuff. That's what's funny. If you're like, Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches is made with peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Now, that's not fucking funny at all because fucking that's something that everybody thinks about. The thing about comedy is you got to think about what people don't think about and you got to say fucking、yeah. things that are sometimes outrageous. It's like, yeah. Can I, can I say, okay, something might steer controversy? Um, so, um, Well, don't dig a grave. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, anyway. The bodies are in the trunk.、Yes. <laughs> I've seen, so I've been, <coughs> I've been to a, like, been to open mics, and、mm-hmm. there are,、uh, quote unquote, so called、uh, woke comics. Yeah. They. Wait, do they call themselves woke comics? They say,、mm-hmm. I'm a comic and I'm woke. Or do they say, I'm a woke comic? Or are they just like can kind of consider、oh, that? Oh, let's see. So I don't know this. I know,、okay. I know, I know podcasting comedy, but I, I, I'm very, and I'm actually quite familiar with stand up comedy, but、yeah. I don't know. Let's see. So they are、uh, the new neoliberal comics. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so, one, so those people, they go up on stage.、Mm-hmm. And the first thing they say is, I'm non binary. I identify as this weird thing.、Mm-hmm. Whatever. Non binary. It's like,、mm. then just say that.、Mm. That's, that's a fact. Okay, that's your thought. Not, not a punchline or whatever. Not humor.、Mm. But just people just clap. Just people just cheer at that statement. That's when you know it's a bad room because.、Uh, wait, wait.、Thing. This is open mic, right? Yeah. 
Oh, because they're amateurs. They don't know what else to say. Yeah. That's the thing. They don't, they, they're not real stand-up comedians. They're trying it, and they figure if they do this, they're going to get an applause, warm up the audience, and then go from there. Yeah, dude, it's a fucking cheap joke. Yeah. It's like me going up there and saying something that everybody's going to agree upon. If I say, I fucking hate Donald Trump, and I was like, yeah, and then, I'm, then I tell like fucking like a joke about peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, like, it, I said, it's cheap, dude, but I mean, it's first, so, I mean, yeah. but... But if it's for like uh, somebody that's doing stand up for the first time, maybe they're nervous and they want to get that first kind of like applause. Yeah. Or more, maybe you know, you know I'm like I understand why they do it. I mean, I'd probably do the same thing. I'm like, uh, everybody hates Nazis, right? Yeah. Yay! Yeah. I'm like, all right, good, thank God. All right, peanut butter and jelly. Huh. <laughs> as, okay, so as a comic, yeah. I know, I know that that feeling. Uh, mm. Alienating feeling, no, just bombing for five minutes. It's wait, what do you say? What if I say like everybody hates a Nazi, and I was like, hey, but this one Nazi, Nazi in the audience is like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen, but <laughs> not in Tokyo. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> so. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, the first time, so you your first set ever, mm. and you bomb for five minutes. That's just. That crushes your soul, but yeah. you gotta you gotta overcome that feeling. Mm. Real real comics. If you are a real deal, like you know how to like you you gotta figure out how to just get almost. You gotta overcome that feeling. Yeah. You gotta figure out, and that's how you just grow up. You grow up as a comedian. That's true, man. You fucking if you dude, if you skateboard, you do BMX and shit. If you don't fucking crash, you don't break a bone and stuff. You're not learning. So yeah, same thing with comedy, dude. You gotta fucking bomb. You gotta have those terrible sets where everybody hates you and they throw fruit at you and beat you up after and pull on a couple of your teeth. Hey, man, this is part of the fucking job. Oh man, okay. Uh, do you do do you do battles? I, I have done one roast battle. Roast battle, that's it. Yeah, have you done a roast battle? What do you think of those? I, I think sometimes they're they're a little too mean. I'm like, oh, wow, you really insulted his son that's in a wheelchair. God, that's, that's <laughs> fucking dark, dude. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think of those? Are, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah? To be honest, I, I'm not against it. Uh, it's like... It, but it's a different animal. It's like... It's closer to a mm. uh, uh, wrestling match. Oh, really? Than traditional comedy. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta like read the room, and gotta. Sometimes you gotta abandon the jokes you you've prepared. You got, and that that is a whole different set of skills. Mm. And that's that's a that's a learning experience, mm. and it's fun. But also, so in in a, a tiny scene like Tokyo, everyone knows everyone, and it's less fun, I guess. Yeah. Other other scenes like LA, I've heard that this is what I've heard. Um, LA, New York, so there are shitloads of comedians. Yeah. They don't they don't many. know each other. So the, so like, you you are like roasting this other person, and it's like they just come up with uh roast jokes just 
based on that fact that person exists. Uh, and okay, that, yeah. that feels more fun. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I guess if you know somebody, you could actually push some pretty bad buttons. Yeah, destroy your uh, relationship. You won't be invited to the barbecue. Oh, man. Okay, and all right. What about hecklers? Hecklers. Are there are there hecklers in Tokyo? I've I've never seen a heckler in Tokyo. I haven't really uh, encountered one. There there was uh, some instances where mm. uh, someone in the audience kept talking during my sets. Oh, that's the worst. That is annoying. And so, I think. When when you uh, have one of those people, you gotta come up with like, you know, with something clever to shut them up. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. But, but also it's hard to come up with that, come up with a clever counter while you are delivering your jokes. It's like you're delivering jokes, but also you gotta come up with a, like a clever. Something to shut them up. It's like, it's too much for my brain. Yeah, dude, in a second language, two faders. Like, I mean, for all you guys that are listening to this podcast, if you haven't noticed, I mean, because we're doing video and audio and stuff. Uh, By the way, faders, uh, if you're uh, listening to us right now, we do have YouTube. Uh, Subscribe and like all this shit. But the thing is, it's just like, Kaz is Japanese. He learned English, and then he learned stand-up on top of that, dude. This guy's a fucking genius in my book. Oh, thank you so much, Of man. course, man. Dude, that's fucking... I could never do that in Japanese. Dude, if, if, my, dude, if I had to do Japanese stand-up, I'm like, Mina-san, konnichiwa, genki, genki, genki. Uh, wasabi suki desu ka? <laughs> uh, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> I would fucking bomb. Actually, I bomb in any language. I bomb in English, Spanish, French, German, whatever. I don't even speak those languages, but I motherfucking bomb, dude. So, yeah. So, actually, in Tokyo, Tokyo's kind of like, you know, like, uh, I guess, like, heaven because there's not that many hecklers. Compared to, like, I think Los Angeles, you go to L.A., you go to Chicago, especially New York, you're going to get a fucking lot of hecklers because a lot of people in the audience think they're part of the show, you know? So, I think I think that's good. And, um... Yeah, like, like, so going back to what I said earlier, mm-hmm. you can heckle, but you gotta be really fucking clever. You gotta... Ooh. You are a part of the show, so you gotta just... If you heckle, just... You gotta be really fucking clever. Mm. You just... Because if you are, like... If you get something damn at me, it's like... It's like... A, it makes me go, ah, uh, like, that's too fucking damn, it's like, doesn't even, it's not even worth coming up with a counter to that, it's like. Yeah, it's pointless. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're gonna heckle, well, actually, just don't. <laughs> don't heckle. <laughs> don't heckle. Stay away from heckling. Okay, um, alright, two more questions. Alright, first one is. What advice do you have for anybody that wants to be a stand-up comedian? Like, let's say, I mean, there's a lot of people listening to this, right? A lot of people watch, well, some people are watching this on YouTube. But uh, the thing is, for all the people out there that want to come to Japan and do stand-up, what do you recommend? Let's say, uh, this is, uh, even if you are not trying to come over here, uh, 
Let's see. If you wanna uh, get in stand up, uh, think before you do. And am I weird enough? People give me a shit for having weird thoughts and opinions.、Mm-hmm. You gotta ask yourself that. Like, have you have you ever been forced to、uh, go to therapy for jokes you've made? Has that ever happened to you? If maybe it doesn't have to be that extreme, but like, do you have just something? Do you have just opinions that you cannot, you haven't been able to express? You, are you fucking weird and struggling to express them around your, the, the people you know? It's like, um, Because I have, I, I've made remarks that got me into forced therapy. And Whoa. Yeah. Really? Yeah. On stage, you're like, man, let me tell you something. Then you tell it, and then all of a sudden after that, you got to go to therapy. I think that's bullshit. I think being on stage、yeah. is the therapy. You、yeah. go on stage, you not, fucking start. Not on stage. Yeah. That, this, this was like way before I started stand up. but... Oh, you、yeah. had any thoughts. Oh, in, okay, okay. Yeah, so. In, Any social situation you, you, you have been like this?、Oh. Because you have, you got, you, you, you have the talent for comedy, I think. Oh, yeah. So if your thoughts get you in trouble, you can either be a stand up comedian or an artist. Yeah. <laughs> any, any successful artist is like、mm. that, I think. Fucking tell me about、yeah. it, dude. Do you know how much trouble I've been in? I get in trouble all the time these days. Not for these paintings right here, by、yeah. the way, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about, faders. But, but just,、uh, yeah, society is just made of like, society is full of just no, just boring as cunts. Yeah, pieces of shit.、Yeah. So you are not. You are, you are interesting. You are funny. You have weird thoughts. Then you have talent. That's. That's my opinion. Awesome. All right, cool. All right, Kaz, what can you plug? What kind of,、uh, what are you doing in the next week, next month, next year? So, where can people find you, basically? Okay, I. This is your time to shine, my man. And then we're going to get more drinks. God、right. damn, do I drink this too fast?、Sure. I'm sorry. All right.、Um, uh, we are、uh, Make Tokyo Laugh.、Uh, we are a、uh, uh, Collective of comedians, and so we have open mics everywhere.、Uh, we have an、um, open mic this coming Sunday. I don't know when you are listening to this, but、uh, this coming Sunday、uh, at Pyramid 55 <coughs> Bar in Shibuya. Oh, yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. Dominic loves that place. Yep. Yeah.、Uh, and then.、Uh, This coming Wednesday, next Wednesday, uh, uh, June 28th, we have an open <laughs> mic at Titans in Otsuka, my favorite place in Tokyo. Titans、Grace. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Uh, and check us out uh, on, on Instagram at Make Tokyo Laugh. Make Tokyo Laugh. Make Tokyo Laugh. Make Tokyo Laugh. Make, so if you say something、yeah. 14 times,、uh-huh. you can't forget it.、Yeah. Make Tokyo, Tokyo laugh. laugh. Make Tokyo, Tokyo laugh. laugh. 
Make Tokyo laugh. Hey, make yeah. Tokyo laugh. There we go. That's that's almost fourteen. That's good enough. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Costume. Hold on. Oh, um, can I can Please, okay. yes. And yes, that's yes. for so as uh, for myself. <laughs> yes. Uh, my uh, my Instagram account is mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. even weirder odd. Like like weird odd. Yakovic. You're gonna have to spell even, that out. Dude. Even weirder. You're gonna uh, have to spell it out, dude. Everybody right. listening to this right now is fucking at least like a six pack deep. All right. E V at E V E. Even even weirder. W I E R D E R. Odd like Aryakovic. Weird Aryakovic. You know the the weird guy with the hair. Weird Al Yakovic. Yakovic. Yakvik? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his All right, name. We're definitely going to have to spell yeah. this out. I've got you on A-L. Instagram. Oh, you know. Why not? It's going to be in the show notes. Go down in the show notes and follow Kaz on Instagram. you got to do that. Kaz, is there anything else you want to plug? Um, I might start a Substack or whatever. Mm-hmm. I used to be a writer. I want to write again, so... Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, later, just send me, like, all the links that you want to plug, all and I'll right. just put them in, like, the show sure. notes and stuff. I'll do that tonight and stuff. Wow. That'll be totally cool. All right. That's cool, dude, man. Let's get some beers, yeah. man. Let's get yeah. you some beers. This was so fucking fun, dude. dude. thank you so much, yeah. man. Awesome. And Faders, uh, yeah, we've got our uh, sponsors, and then after our sponsors, me and Jeremy, we did the news. We did five stories, and that's from, actually, we did the news about five four days ago and uh yeah so maybe some of the articles might be a little old uh because i think everybody on the titanic boat died (laughs) (laughs) rest in peace rest in peace you guys hey Hey. hey. well i mean fucking you you got in a guy you got in a guy's science experiment and you went trying looking looking for the titanic you You knew what you were getting into so yeah, literally absolutely but anyway I think we covered that story so we covered that story and that's when the story actually broke and we're like uh, Faders this is breaking news uh, five yeah. people got into a sub submarine and uh, went looking for the Titanic and they are lost this is big news oh my god what happened and I and I made some really probably off color jokes I was like well why don't they go to Disneyland because you go to Disneyland you can go on that one ride 2000 Leagues Under the Sea it's completely safe you can be completely drunk when you do it too nobody cares but uh yeah so anyway so some of the stories might be a little well actually that that story is probably the latest everybody's dead so we know now um rest and in peace. we are we are gonna forget about them next week so probably news cycle you know yeah god that was, what what a fucking crazy story man yeah. fucking you, you get all these like super rich people they go on like somebody's science experiment like there's an interview with the guy the ceo and he's like yeah i was just at barnes and noble and i bought this book or whatever about how to make like a submarine and so i kind of figured it out and stuff and then i went to a home depot and i got this garden hose and i figured if you cut a garden hose like at 30 degrees right here you could actually wrap it around this thing and use it for an oxygen tube you're just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? This guy's going to go two miles under the fucking, into the ocean to fucking find the Titanic? And and all you got to do is just watch the fucking movie to see the fucking Titanic? What the fuck is going on? Anyway. It's not, it's not even the best Kate Winslet movie. It's not? No. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. That's the one with Jim Carrey, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dude, I can't believe those guys did that. 
I mean, if I had $250,000 to blow on something that might kill me, it would definitely be Budweiser. And Budweiser is a sponsor of Got Fit in Japan. So if you like really? Bud... No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't... I cannot, the new spon- dude, I cannot stand the rainbow on the con. I know. Ah. They, they can't do much worse, dude. They can't do... At this point, they're like, we'll sponsor Got Fit in Japan. Fuck it, dude. We're, we're already at the bottom of the barrel. We're already blacklisted in the alcohol content uh, companies. Anyway, well, anyway, Vader's, thank you so much. And uh, Kaza, once again, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, thank you for having me on. It was great. It was it was fun. See ya, guys. Yeah, dude. Well, we're gonna Ciao. go drink it later. We're gonna drink tomorrow. Peace. See you. Enjoy the sponsors. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit in Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit in Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. 
These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuban check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you and we are back faders thank you very much for checking out our sponsors oh man we love our sponsors and we hope you love our sponsors too well faders as promised we do have the news and our news this week is absolutely fabulous we've got the top five the top five uh stories this week is um pretty wild man pretty wild and uh jeremy uh without further ado would you like to read the first story yeah (coughs) excuse me we're gonna talk about this old dickhead who keeps popping up back in the news you talk about a, a colossal piece of human shit garbage this guy that doesn't even barely describe him let me read you the let me let me read you the headlines and you'll see what i'm talking about mm-hmm. elementary school teacher re-arrested for sexually assaulting a girl during science class so the re part arrested again number two thank you oh, dick God. okay you know perverts just never ever learn their lesson that's the that's the problem with perverts keep your hands to yourself weirdo Okay, police in Sakai, Fukui Prefecture have re-arrested 59-year-old male elementary school student, uh, is elementary school teacher, on suspicion of indecent assault after he allegedly touched a female student's lower body. Leave you that up to you. Leave that up to you to figure out what I'm talking about. Okay, let's see. Uh, elementary school folks, not not an adult elementary school. Um, according to the police. Uh, Fuminori Mitsuke, a science teacher, is accused of touching a girl's lower body over her clothes during a class in late August. Uh, Mitsuke has already been arrested on suspicion of sexual assault over another incident on May 29th in which he allegedly touched a young female student's breasts 
in the same elementary school in, in Sakai City. According to the police, another girl in the upper elementary school grades consulted with her homeroom teacher after Mitsuke uh, patted her head and snuggled up against her body. Oh, this guy's a fucking creep. Oh, God. What kind of a person wants to snuggle up against a science teacher? No, 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 no. He snuggled up against a little girl, man. Yeah, but she doesn't want to be snuggled upon. No, no way. He's, he's, like, he's got that greasy old dude head and like, oh, it's just gross. All right. And oh, plus, God, he's the no. fucking adult. He's 59 years old. Uh, furthermore, at least 10 other children have reported allegations of similar abuse in mid-May. So this guy is a chronic, chronic kitty diddler, man. This guy needs to die. I don't yeah, I don't see, I don't suggest people taking the law into their own hands, but I wouldn't feel bad if somebody ran over this guy on accident through 30 or 40 times with a truck. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this guy, dude. It's crazy that he became a science teacher again, dude. That's fucking crazy. But Why I, I guess maybe... his job. Well, I don't know. All right. All right. All right. All right. In some parts of Japan, like uh, the population is so fucking small. Like, all right, faders. Japan's, Japan's an interesting country because we've got major cities. We've got Tokyo, Osaka, Kobe. We've got Fukuoka. We've got uh, uh, Niigata. And then and then in the middle, in between like these, these major cities, there's all these smaller cities. And these smaller cities keep on getting smaller and smaller and smaller because the youth, once they reach like, uh, what, 18 years old or 20 years old, they want to leave the, their village and they want to go to like their major cities. Most of the people want to come to Tokyo to the point, yeah. and this is to the point where like basically like there's like ghost towns all over Japan, like major ghost towns. My wife, my wife is from a major, not major, she's from a ghost town in Tokyo, not Tokyo, in Japan. God damn it. These fucking drinks are kicking my butt. <laughs> but anyway, so her city used to have like 30,000 people and now I think there's like 3,000 people. And, and there's like all these empty buildings and stuff, right? So maybe this guy is from an area where there's just like, there's no teachers there, right? Maybe there's nobody to teach the kids or, you know, so maybe he's he's a teacher, he goes to jail, he gets busted, he gets out, he gets his job back or whatever. And then he does the same fucking thing again or whatever. So maybe maybe there's gotta be some kind of a law or something where like if somebody commits a, any kind of an indecent crime, especially in a school where they can't teach or do anything like that, even if they need a teacher. So maybe, maybe there's gotta be some kind of like a rule where like, uh, Maybe teachers from major cities like Tokyo and Osaka are forced to go. And that's, that's a terrible thing to say, but um, maybe maybe they get paid bonus money to go to like smaller districts and teach kids or something. Maybe, maybe that's something we got to do. I don't know. I reckon me and about 20 of my other fellow Americans or other people who ride Harleys should mount up and fucking we all should ride down there and make a fucking circle around this school and make sure that guy doesn't get anywhere near the kids, man. Uh, if I was a oh, dad, at this, do that. <laughs> yeah. If I was a dad at this school, nothing could save this dude's life, man. If I was, if I was one of these little girls' dads, nothing. Jail would be the only safe place for him, and that was only until I figured out how to get to him in jail. That is fucking odd. Well, fuck my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, yes, yes. Street violence. <laughs> fucking violence solves everything, kids. <coughs> All right, moving on to the uh, next story. Here we go. Okinawa. <coughs> oh, God, I'm still sick. Ah, podcasting while you're sick. It's a lot of fun. Here we go. Uh, 
Okinawa man hired to steal 1,500 Pokemon cards arrested in Tokyo. Damn. Man, dude, if I lived in Okinawa, I would never leave Okinawa. Okinawa is so beautiful. It's like one of the best places in Japan. It's like it's like tropical, but there is a bad part. I lived there for a year, man, and you would literally find almost no work there. Literally no work. Dude, you're you're in paradise. You don't need to work. You just chill <laughs> on. You relax. You drink some beers. You hang Maybe out you don't need beach. to work, but I need to work. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Now nah, I'm a workaholic by uh, by, by by trade, I guess. Okay, so. Here we go. Once again, uh, Okinawa man hired to steal 1,500 Pokemon cards arrested in Tokyo. So they brought in the pro. For a while now, Pokemon cards have been considered a hot investment with some of the rarest cards skyrocketing in value in recent years. However, when large sums of money start getting involved, the criminal elements also tends to come out of the woodworks. Dun, dun, dun. Card shops have to incorporate security systems on par with jewelry and antique shops to keep ahead of increasingly aggressive burglars with eyes on the mint condition cards. Wow. Man, <clears throat> this is interesting. Okay. Just this week, one caper that spanned most of the country was thrawed by police. Who's arrest, who's, who arrested a 35-year-old Masaki Omori of Okinawa for stealing some 1,500 cards. 1,500 cards, man. That's like maybe like a brick, I guess. I don't know. How, how many a cards cards, is that? Man. It's like a six-pack. If you get a six-pack of beers, that's about how many cards the guy's got. <clears throat> it all began when Omori applied for a Yami Baito, a.k.a. Dark part-time job, which is a one-time high-pay, high-risk criminal job at the request of someone often made over social media, aka the dark corners of the dark web. And by the way, faders, we are available on the Patreon page of the dark web. So if you go to the dark web and you say uh, got fit in Japan, yeah, definitely give us some Bitcoin because we'll take it. And we need it. <clears throat> Amori's job was to travel to Akihabara in Tokyo to steal Pokemon cards. A specific shop was designated by a person or people who hired him. We do not know at this time. And although it also sold other goods like mobile phones and Gundam characters, Amori was instructed specifically only to get the goddamn cards. Wow, this, this news article got really hardcore. If successful, he would be paid over 1 million billion platinum Pokemon points. Damn. Just kidding. A 1 million yen, 1 million yen, a.k.a. $10,000. The Pokemon points is probably way better. The suspect flew to e with the wait wait the suspect flew to Ibaraki on April 11th using his own money and rented a car with his own money from there to travel to Akihabara on his own money. Wait, what the fuck? So this guy didn't know that he could fly to Tokyo and then just take the trains? We get the best goddamn train system in the world. This guy is a moron. He's not a professional. It's like the big Lebowski. And then the guy, he's, he's not a pro. Anyway, at around 5 a.m. on April 12th, 
Amori smashed through the window of the unoccupied store with a hammer and proceeded to take about 1,500 cards worth approximately 1.15 million yen. Dun, dun, dun. That's a lot of money. So wait a second. This guy's a professional. He goes there. He smashes the window with a hammer like Lupin Sansei, and he grabs the fucking cards. Dude, this guy is not a professional at all. Uh, Amori then took the cards to a rendezvous. A rendezvous. A rendezvous. In Ebraki Park, and then handed over his uh, handed it them over to his contact. He was then informed to pick up a payment at a separate rendezvous on a later date. But when Amori went there, no one else showed up. Nah. So, I think we learned a valuable lesson. Um, if you ever get involved in like the dark web or some kind of like cyber crime or something like that, always get the money first. Always get the money first before you commit any crime. And actually, don't commit any crime because no matter what, crime doesn't pay. In today's day and age, you're going to get busted. So don't even do it. Don't go to the dark web. Don't do this shit because you're going to get busted. But uh, yeah, yeah. So the, basically, this guy got had because he fucking sucks. It literally and, uh, didn't pay. Yeah, actually, crime didn't pay at all. Yeah, you're right. It literally I mean, didn't it, pay, and it actually cost him money. Shit, dude. You know, I'm not a gambling man, but I think the person that he gave these cards to was probably 14. This 14-year-old kid was way smarter than this, uh, what, how old was he, 45 years old? Yeah, more fucking smarter than this 45-year-old guy. Holy <laughs> shit. This is fucking nuts, dude. What a fucking great... dude. The dark web is only great for 14-year-old kids. For anybody else, it's a fucking scam. The, the 14-year-old kid was later quoted as saying, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Nelson from the Simpsons. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. He just, he just took that dude's cards that he robbed and said, see ya. Oh, yeah, we're going to pay you tomorrow. Just make sure you come back here tomorrow and your money will be sitting right here waiting for you. What a Dumb fucking ass. idiot. What kind yeah. of a person would do that? Like uh, the guy, he went from Okinawa all the way to Ibaraki, rented a car, went down to Tokyo and fucking, okay, that, that plane ticket. Let's do some math there. All right. So from Okinawa to Ibaraki, that's probably about like uh, maybe Nimayan. Renting a car is going to cost you maybe Young Mayan, Go Mayan. So right there, that's like almost $1,000. Then he's got, he's got to buy a hammer. So then he's got to buy a hammer, probably maybe like three, 400, yeah, another five bucks. And then after that, smashes. Then he probably drives in parking. Parking in Tokyo is fucking ridiculous. That's going to be another 60 bucks. Gas on top of that is like another $100. Dude, this guy, he spent, he spent like $2,000 to give these guys these cards. And then he got busted by the cops. And he doesn't even know who these guys are because he fucking found them on the fucking dark web. How fucking hilarious is that? That is fucking hilarious. So lots of geniuses there in Okinawa, huh? <laughs> uh yeah dude seriously uh, yeah. man you should have fucking stayed in paradise no kidding <laughs> the fuck? all right next for you there all right police arrest a suspect in spray attack in osaka oh you, what do you how do you feel about osaka osaka i used to do thank you all right so police arrest a suspect in spray attack in osaka department store restroom so somebody sprayed in the restroom and hurt some people. Okay, let's see what happens here. 
I spray the restroom every day. Oh, please do. If you don't spray in the restroom, I'm kind of angry. Uh, police in Osaka have have said on Thursday they have arrested a woman on suspicion of spraying an unknown liquid on several women inside the department store, causing pain to their eyes and fit. So she squirted on everyone inside the bathroom in their eyes. Yeah, squirters are very popular these days on Pornhub. I really like them. Uh, police arrested a 33-year-old woman early on Thursday allegedly for allegedly assaulting uh, for assaults inside of a restroom at a department store the day before. Osaka, Osaka Prefectural Police said her motive and other details of the attack were still under the investigation of the police officers. Um, one of the victims was an 85-year-old woman who was sprayed inside the ladies' room on the ninth floor of Hankyu Department Store in Osaka. God damn um, it! Never squirt on an 85-year-old woman, ladies. That's that's some specialized shit right there. Uh, a local police Never. officer said that the condition of anonymity, uh, citing protocol, uh, the woman was uh, the woman complained of pain in the cheeks and was later taken to the hospital and treated. The police said at least six other people who had an unidentified liquid <laughs> sprayed on their face and in their eyes had sore eyes and minor irritations. <laughs> uh but none of them were seriously injured. Okay. <laughs> the local news reports the police is saying they are determined that the suspect uh, is correct after analyzing all the security cameras. Wow. Okay. So we've got to sell the squatter. This is absolutely unbelievable. It says spray, but it's, it's, it says sprayed unknown liquid. Like, is she running up behind people? Is she shooting it over the top of the stall? Like, what, what's happening? I've seen some pretty interesting videos that sh people could shoot it over the top of the stall. You know, it's kind of weird, man, because the thing is, it's like, why would you do this? Why would anybody do this? Like this person here is like basically a fucking insane person. Has because be. I mean, yeah, because in the bathroom, you don't do anything in the bathroom. Like, I mean, you don't you don't talk to people. You don't give a nod. You don't smile. I mean, well, it depends on the bathroom, I guess. But it's just like, usually you go and you do your business and you get the fuck out. GTFO, right? That's, yeah, that's as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to fucking deal with anybody. Fuck that, dude. You go in, fucking in, out. Fuck you, dude. We're done. Right? And the thing is, it's just like for this lady to fucking like, I mean, dude, I mean, well, I guess like women's bathrooms are different because all those women's are, well, those women are, are they're sitting. They're sitting in the fucking, on the toilets. You know so I mean, she shot it over the stall. Over. It's got to yeah. be fucking spray paint. You but think bro, like all those women are wearing like fur? They all have like fur coats or something. And she's like one of those fucking like anti-fur people or whatever. She's like, fuck you. I'm vegan, bitches. And she's like spraying them with like red spray paint or some shit. Maybe it's something like that. But she what didn't take she didn't take anyone's things. Like she didn't grab anyone's wallet. Like she didn't try to finger the old lady. There was no kind of assault. It was just like she sprayed it on people's face. And what's the political there? thing? Fucking it's a political thing. I don't know. It's weird, man. <laughs> Fuck you. You're wearing leather. <laughs> probably have leather shoes. Yeah. Weird, man. Anyway, throw yeah, the book at that, down, dude. Throw the book at that bitch. Throw the book at that bitch. Okay, here we go. Um, da, 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 da. Next story. Story number three. Student in Tokyo arrested for giving illegal haircuts to thousands. 
First off, seriously, I had no idea that giving a haircut is an illegal thing. I thought you could give your friend a haircut. I mean, shit, I've received thousands. No, not thousands. (laughs) I've received a few haircuts from friends for free. You know, it's just like, hey, man, fucking uh, I cut hair. Can I cut your hair? Sure. Cut my hair whatever. I had no idea this is like an illegal endeavor. You know, this is like this is really weird. Anyway, here we go. A Vietnamese student, oh, a Vietnamese student has been arrested on suspicion of providing barber services without a license at his home in Tokyo, serving as many as 3,000 customers uh, since April 2021, police said Monday. Nyong Gyeong Nyong Van Chung, a 24-year-old vocational school student that's easy for you to say well here you say that fucking word three or name three (laughs) times um was detained on tuesday last week for allegedly offering a haircut and a shave to a compatriot for 1500 yen at his condominium in fusua western tokyo that day police said shit dude that's cheap 1500 yen for a shave and a haircut two bits I wish they didn't. I, I can't wait for this guy to get out. <laughs> oh my God, it's cheap, dude. Holy smokes. The police believe the suspect attracted Vietnamese customers through social media and earned 4.5 million yen in total, which is like 4,500, 4.5, that's like $45,000. Yeah. He was detained for allegations, they said. You think the cops found out and then they did like a sting and they had some like undercover guys go in there and get a shave or whatever. You think that's what happened or whatever? Because I, I think this is like the lamest fucking story we've ever done. We, we've covered we've covered countless rapes and murders and fucking like all sorts of brutal acts and thievery and all sorts of crazy shit. And here we go. A haircut. Now Bro. a guy that. You think they had they had that Professor Doom walking? Remember Professor Doom from Roger Rabbit? You might be too young to remember Roger Rabbit. I remember Roger Rabbit. What's going on? So yeah, the yeah, Professor Doom, he would walk in and go, dun, 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 dun. And then, like, Roger, Robert, Roger Rabbit, is, is uh, he starts going crazy because he, he has to go two bits. Yeah, because And that's how they found him. That's how they found this Vietnamese guy. He was in there giving haircuts. So the police walked around the building and went, dun, 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 dun. And the Vietnamese guy starts going, ah, ah, don't do it, man. They're going to catch you. And then he does it again. Dun, 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 dun. No, I got to do it. I got to do it. No, they're going to catch you. They're going to catch you. And he jumps and goes, two bits. And that's so they put the uh, handcuffs on him and took him away. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> the old Wait, Roger you know, Rabbit plot. Oh, old school Roger. Rab- I love Roger Rabbit. But um, you think like, I mean, why would, how would it, is this a thing? Is this like a new thing? Like under, is this like, I don't understand why like going after a guy that's like giving haircuts in his house is like a big thing. You know, I, I don't understand. He's a student, you know, maybe I'm, I'm sure he's a beauty school student. You think he fucking... He's been doing this for so long. Maybe he fucked up somebody's hair. Oh, this gotta be it. I got it. He fucked up somebody's hair. And maybe, maybe they wanted like, I don't know, maybe they wanted a perm and maybe he gave him a crimped haircut or some shit. I don't know what the kids are into. And so he fucked up somebody's hair and they're like, you fucked up my hair. I'm going to the cops. And they went to the cops and they fucking like ratted him out. And the cops had to fucking like arrest him. I guess that's exactly what happened. 
What's the cops going to do? Take away my license? I don't got one. Ooh. Yeah, fuck you. I'm illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his, that was his Achilles heel. He was illegal, and so he got busted. You can fly yeah. so high to the sun, but <laughs> your wings will melt away. Okay. Yeah, so um, be careful. Yeah. The last story, we've read this one before, dude, and this is this one in particular is extremely gross. We did this one before. Yeah, this I'll read it again. Just, just for, just for you know, shits and giggles. <laughs> oh, dude, there's tons of stories in the news. We haven't, yeah. we haven't done the news in a while and stuff. Yeah, if you want to pull one up, do that. I mean, I'd rather do that than doing like the same story twice. You know what I'm saying? All right, hold on one second. Let me just, especially when I'm this faded. Excuse me like, while I whip this out. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Entertain the folks while I look up a story, Johnny. Well, faders, it's great to see you. Uh, apparently, it is kind of late at night. I'm uh, I'm on medication, uh, and I am drinking seven percent uh, highballs after a delicious Tokyo craft beer. I don't recommend doing that. It's a terrible combination. But the thing is, you know what? Right now, I feel fucking great, dude. Here I am, hanging out with you guys, drinking with you guys, fading with you guys, and talking about the Japanese news that's going on here in Japan. And um, yeah, I don't know. Am I entertaining you guys? I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I should change the conversation to something completely different. Ah, oh, God. You know what? One thing about Netflix that I really love is that uh, you can get all sorts of directors that uh, have been producing movies on uh, for for ages and ages and ages. And one director that I love is Takashi Miike. Takashi Miike. One good. of my friends reintroduced me to Takashi Miike recently, and I'm fucking so in love with Takashi Miike. His movies are so spectacular. His concepts are great. His style of like making movies is so imp- incredible. It's absolutely spectacular. Jeremy, I'm done rambling. Did you find a uh, story? I did. I did. Father arrested for taking the fall for his son's hit and run in Tokyo. All right. Tokyo, a lot of dads out there are doing their best to keep their kids on the straight and narrow throughout life. Things don't always go according to plan, however. One such case occurred late last year and led to the arrest of a father and a son for the same crime. It began with 29-year-old Tsutsu, uh, Tetsuya Tanaka uh, was driving um, in Narima, Tokyo, when he collided with a 37-year-old man riding a motorcycle. The victim suffered uh, various injuries. Yeah, the victor, <laughs> the victim suffered various injuries such as a broken toe, and Tanaka fled the scene by getting into the car and uh, driven by his friend, the 28-year-old Yumi Abe. That's a true friend right there. The friend will fucking go to the mattresses for you. Uh, he was uh, he was driving behind him when the accident occurred, and Tanaka may have fled because, according to the police, he was an unlicensed driver at the time of the accident. Cunt, cunt. Uh, so that means his insurance. If you're not licensed, then your insurance is invalid too, because insurance is only valid for licensed drivers. Okay. It would seem that shortly afterward, uh, the news of the incident reached Tanaka's father, 50 year old uh, Toru Tanaka. Rather than allow his son to be punished for his various offensive, Toru went to the uh, accident scene about an hour after it happened and declared, "I did it." 
The investigation spanned several months and took the police uh, an undetermined amount of time to determine that Toru did not do it. On January, uh, sorry, on June 13th, Tokyo Metropolitan Police arrested Tatsuya Tanaka, Toru Tanaka, and Yuma Abe for their uh, respected involvement in the crime in breaking the motorcyclist's toe. Wow, what do you think, man? Um, all right. Well, first off, I think that's pretty fucked up because I mean, I mean, even even a small crime regarding like uh, should call it like hitting a biker, is a big crime because I mean, fucking like breaking a toe is bad. But I mean, anytime you fucking hit like a guy in a bike, or, like a motorcycle or a yeah. bicycle or anything like that and stuff, it could be it could be serious. Even if yeah. it's like a fender bender for you, it could be fucking serious for them, right? And so. I mean, I mean, this is like really serious. And then for like the thing is like for like the dad to show up being like, it was me, da, 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 da. dude, fucking dude, fuck you, man. But there's cameras everywhere on every street corner in Tokyo. I mean, yeah. in, in most Japan, actually, to be honest, but especially in Tokyo, at, like like my neighborhood, my neighborhood, there is fucking cameras on every fucking single cam- uh, corner, right? And even even in cars, even in cars, yeah. cars have cameras. Yeah. Yeah, but not not not, not one like not one, one camera on one corner. There's like two cameras, so there's two cameras on every fucking street corner, right? So fucking like if you're walking down the street going dun, 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 you've got fucking somebody. Well, fucking I don't know who, but whatever. You've got like fucking like a camera on you from one angle and another angle, plus the cars that go past you, plus the fucking houses that you go past. Dude, we're living in Big Brother, dude. You can't fucking pull that 1970s shit, whatever. And basically, that's this guy is probably super old. That's why he fucking did it. But yeah, that you can't pull that kind of shit. I mean, because the cops are like, let's look up uh, the videos. Hey, wait a second. This doesn't make any sense. He yep. wasn't there. It was the kid. We got all this footage of the kid. And now the fucking dad. Now that dad, he's probably going to fucking pay a lot of fines and do some time and shit. The whole family's fucked right now, dude. Anyway, yeah, fucking. It's best just to be honest. Yeah, totally. If you lie to the police in Japan, your your troubles just get worse, man. Oh yeah. Well, if you lie to the police anywhere and shit, dude, they always fuck you, dude. So I mean, fucking, if you get busted by the cops and shit, if you're in the wrong, just fucking like man up and just fucking say, yeah, I did it. Correct. Correct. Don't don't Why fucking try to run. Like- you think he went home and he's like, Dad, this is what happened. You got to do this for me. I was going to try to get a scholarship, a baseball scholarship at Kale University. Dad's like, don't worry, son, I got your back. Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of like what most dads would do, to be honest. I mean, if I had a kid, I'd probably do that too. Well, I don't know. Would I? I don't know. I don't have a kid. You want your kid to fucking be a man and face up for um you know, the bad shit that he did. If you fucking make a mistake, say you made a mistake and correct it by lying about it. You just made it 10 times yeah. worse. And now you just fucked everybody, not just yourself. Yeah, you're you right. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. It makes you fucking an asshole too. If you fucking like did that to your kid. So yeah. fucking like everybody around you and be like, what you did that dude. Fuck you. Yeah. You're right. You're, you got a point. And Yuma, the guy who was driving the car behind him. He was probably like shocked that something happened. And then, Fucking Tanaka jumps in his car and goes, hit it, man, punch it. Let's get out of here. The guy's like, oh, blah, 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 and then just took off, right? Didn't know, didn't have time to think. Yeah. Well, let's just be happy that the motorcyclist only broke his toe. Yeah. I mean, out of all the things that break when you're fucking riding a motorcycle, your toe, dude, that that's okay. I mean, because I yeah. mean, fucking like motorcyclist, dude. I mean, if you're riding a motorcycle, dude, fucking it's, it's a really, really dangerous machine, you know? 
Could have been much worse. Could have been much worse. All right, Johnny, I think that is it for the news today. Uh, We want to say thank you to all of our people who came out to watch us today live. Um, Yes, yes, yes. Johnny is showing his pussy now. I'm showing my pussy because my pussy just killed my lights. (laughs) What's going on? on? So, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. Uh, Jeremy, how can the faders support us? Very easily. They can share our videos from YouTube. We are trying to get people to join our YouTube. We want a thousand followers this year. We just hit our halfway point, folks. We have over 500 subscribers now. Thank you so much. That's because of you. Thank you all so much for that. Uh, We have 500 more to go, and we are going to do it by the end of this year. Um, Share our videos with your friends. Subscribe yourself to our YouTube videos. Go on Patreon. Go on Twitter. Go on TikTok. Link up with us, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. And uh, by all means, if you have any cash laying around and you feel like buying me and Johnny a beer, hop on the Patreon and sign up for $5 a month and, um, you know, buy us a couple drinks. We'd appreciate that. Back to you, Johnny. Awesome. Uh, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. They're all very special. And we're very, very happy that you especially spent your time with us. And we look forward to fading with you again next time. And uh, we'll see you then. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse. And lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.